Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Saturday, September 30th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. American journalist Evan Gershkovich has been detained by Russia for six months. Gershkovich, a reporter for the Wall Street Journal, was detained on espionage charges while on a reporting trip in Yekaterinburg. This highlights the strained relationship between the United States and Russia. Gershkovich's family is waiting for updates from his employer, and a prisoner exchange will only be considered after a verdict is reached in his case. In other news, Authorities in the western Ukrainian region of Vinnytsia have ordered an evacuation following a Russian attack on an infrastructure site. The attack, which occurred on an unspecified facility involved in power generation or other industries, has led to the deployment of drones in the region. This situation adds to the ongoing tensions between Ukraine and Russia. Meanwhile, migrants traveling on top of a freight train in mexico were stranded miles from the united states border after the train abruptly stopped the stoppage of trains due to concerns for migrant safety has caused around one billion dollars worth of goods to be stuck at the border the migrants were seen aboard a stationary train near villa ahumada and venezuelan migrant jose julian shared his experience of being stranded while traveling on the cargo trains in Pakistan, two suicide attacks suspected to be carried out by Islamic State have killed nearly 60 people and injured hundreds. These attacks highlight the resurgence of militant activities in the country, with the Pakistan Taliban adding to the crisis. The security situation in Pakistan continues to deteriorate, raising concerns about further violence as the country prepares for its next general election. Moving on. A Palestinian security force has been deployed in Lebanon's largest Palestinian refugee camp, Ain el-Hilwa, replacing gunmen who had occupied a school complex since late July. This deployment raises hopes for a ceasefire in the camp, which has been marred by fighting. The security force, consisting of fighters from various factions, took over the damaged compound. However, the handover of the compound was not addressed by the commander of Shabab al-Muslim. Next, more than 80% of the population of Nagorno-Karabakh have fled to Armenia since Azerbaijan attacked and ordered the region's militants to disarm. This exodus raises questions about Azerbaijan's plans for the ethnic Armenian enclave. Armenia's health minister has reported deaths due to malnutrition and long hours of travel. Azerbaijan denies the accusation and argues that the region could receive supplies through the Azerbaijani city of Agdam. In China, there are plans to resume visa-free policies and consider adding more countries to its visa exemption list to boost post-pandemic tourism. The State Council has also announced the resumption or addition of more international flights. The government aims to enhance tax rebate services to attract tourists, including the creation of more tax-receiving shops. Meanwhile, the Taliban government in Afghanistan plans to cease operations at the Afghan embassy in India's capital. India has not recognized the Taliban government and evacuated its own staff from Kabul. 
the Afghan ambassador has been out of India for several months, and diplomats have departed for third countries. India will follow the lead of the United Nations in deciding whether to recognize the Taliban. In France, a French advisor has urged the Conseil d'État to reject a class-action lawsuit against the state, alleging police inaction on racial profiling. The case, argued by six human rights groups, claims that the police discriminate against young Arab and black men during routine patrols. The decision in the case is expected in the coming weeks and could open the way for similar legal challenges in France. Lastly, the Fijian island nation of Kadavu is eagerly anticipating its next match in the Rugby World Cup. Simeone Kuruvoli, a 24-year-old scrum half, has become a national hero after a historic win against Australia. The response to the World Cup has been particularly strong, with preparations made to accommodate the large number of viewers. Despite his quick rise to fame, Kuruvoli's story is one of struggle, passion, and perseverance. His dedication to the sport has earned him admiration from his family and community. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.